Hi, everyone. This is Tulio Suragusa, and welcome to another episode of Rant and Grow. I have a wonderful guest today, a recent college graduate, and I'm looking forward to chatting with her. Her name is Karina. Karina, will you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, um, my name is Karina Kalajian, and I am 22 years old. I just graduated from San Francisco State University in May. I got my degree in applied math, and I did a minor in computer science. Um, the plan is to be a data scientist, and I'm currently looking for jobs. So if anybody wants to hire me at the end of this podcast, that would be really cool. Awesome. I can send my resume. <laughs> um, um, I've, I'm very passionate about um, what I do. I feel as though that I'm lucky that at this age, I found something that I really love. Um, I love working with people. Um, I'm a very personable person. I... Um, some of my hobbies are baking. I love to bake and I love to cook. I, um, you know, I, I, I guess that's, I guess that's a pretty... That's awesome. That's a okay. wonderful introduction. Cool. And yay for more women in tech. And yes, especially definitely yay. In applied mathematics. Yay. So um, congratulations on that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank Great. You. So uh, Karina, the way I like to start this is by doing a quick check-in. And check-in looks like this. On a scale of uh, 1 to 10, 1, you're like in the pits of despair. 10, you're like flying high. Everything's awesome. Your state of being right now. And then um, if you could change something in your life, magically change something in your life, what would that be? So quick check-in, one to 10, and if you could change something, magically change it instantly, what would that be? And then I'll do the same thing for me. Okay. Um, I feel like a one to four today. Um, I recently... We'll go into all that. Just stay with me for now. One to four, that's really low check-in. Yeah, it's fluctuating, but... Um, if I don't know what I would change in my life today if I magically could. Because... Well, let's let's see. Let's see. What would you change that would get you from a one to four to a ten? What would that be? I guess to maybe fast forward six months from now, or to like six months in the future. Because what would be different six months from the future from right now that would change the pain you're in? The fact that I've went through six months of time and had some time to heal. Heal what? Um, to heal my heart because um, I broke up with my boyfriend the other night. and. Um, ah, I see. Yeah. Okay, so you're checking in at a one, two, four. You're hurting you broke up with your boyfriend and if you could magically change something you'd fast forward six months from now yeah so you know then inside that six months from now it's going to be okay i hope so i really hope so i think that the time will really help me but um 
yeah, that's all I can really hope, like, hope for right now. Well, let's see if we can get you to be okay even just 30 minutes from now. That I would know be for interesting. Sure six months <laughs> from now, you're going to be okay. And I think if there's anybody else listening, if, they, if we were in the same room and there was a crowd of people, uh, and I'd ask them, how many of you had uh, heartbreaks in your early 20s? How many did you have? Pretty much everybody would raise their hand. <laughs> and so uh, you should know 100% that uh, uh, as painful as it feels right now, what you're going through is perfectly normal. I know. All right. Okay, Thank you so for that. We'll go, we're going to get back to that in a little bit. Let me yeah. do my check-in because I promised I would. Yes. I'm a 10 because... I'm doing what I love. I get to work and help people and share my, my passion and pursue my purpose in life, which is to empower people. That's really what I, what I'm all about. And if I can magically change something, um, if I could magically change something right now, that would probably be, uh, that I, my Ted talk would be out. And my third book would be out and like millions of people would get their hands on it and would be influenced by these amazing words of wisdom that I had to share there. That's what would be my magical moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get back to you, Karina. Love the name. You know, in Italian, that means cute, but you're not Italian. No, I'm not. (laughs) You're... uh, Armenian, if I recall, yes? Yes, yes, okay. I am. So, and you live in uh, Calabasas, right up there with the Kardashians. I'm sure you get that all the time. Yes, yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get back to you. Okay. Um, what's top of mind for you right now? If you, if you had to pick three things that are top of mind for you that you really need to get through. We know one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Getting past the breakup. Mm-hmm. What are the other two? I'm assuming that's one of your top three. Yes? Yeah, I okay. think. Definitely. What are the other two? Um, I would say the other one would be to find a job, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Find a job like at a place where I'm, I feel happy to be there every day. That's really important to me. Um, uh, I guess for a third... Um, I'm not sure. Any if... other relationship challenge? You say you moved back. So where are you living now? You oh, well, I, li- <laughs> I live with my, I live, I'm living with my mom. It's a little, it's a little complicated. My parents are divorced. Um, they have been since I was in kindergarten. So for a very, very long time. And, um, when I moved back, my, I told my father that I only wanted to live at my mom's house because when I went to college, it was the first time I had um, all of my things in one uh, house, which was my apartment or my dorm room, actually. And, you know, I'd never experienced what that felt like. So for me, it was really important to, you know, to be able to not move you know, back and forth from things. But um, yeah, so that's kind of my living situation right now. It definitely damaged my relationship with my dad when I moved back. And we already weren't really doing good. We were in the pits, I would say. Our relationship was definitely at a two. Um, but um, I do think that my relationship with him has been has become, is getting better. So 
I have high hopes that that will be resolved. But yeah, I, I don't know what else I would change. Well, Karina, Karina, let me just paint the picture for you, okay? Um, you're a grown woman now. Yes. You've experienced what it's like to be independent, being away from home in school. Yes. Right? And as a grown woman, as a grown adult, you're looking for a job to, again, further enhance your independence. And yes. And that will change the relationship you have with mom and dad from one of a little bit codependency to of independence, right? Um, yes. I, I do so want that. these are very adult things, right? That you're facing, that you're 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 uh, moving toward. And on top of that, you just had to make a very difficult decision uh, to break up with your uh, boyfriend. I'm assuming that was related to your moves, your changes. What prompted that? Um, sorry. Um, actually. Um, my, my boyfriend and I, we've been doing long distance for about two years now. Anyways, we met while we were in school the last semester he graduated. I mean, the last semester before he graduated and, um, he moved to, uh, San Diego cause that's where he's from. And then after that, he moved to Portland and he's been living there for a little over a year now. And we've been seeing each other back and forth um, you know, every four weeks or so, but, um, I feel like, um, he, I feel like, uh, we broke up because I, I just couldn't trust him with my heart because I felt like he would break it again because he, he really, because I haven't, really found a job I spent um most of my summer traveling with my family and that was also really rough on our relationship I didn't see him for two months which is something we've never done before but we went into it with our relationship probably stronger than ever but I I don't under I don't know how things just went bad and um uh, he 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 threatened me with an ultimatum about moving to Portland or to, you know, stay in LA. And I, I got really mad at him for it. And I, because that's not fair and I should have to make, I should have just as much of an opportunity to make the same choice that he did. He chose to move to Portland after he moved back home. And I think it really hurt me because of the way that I was, treated and we had some other um we had another issue in our relationship uh, about a year ago and we almost did end things then but I gave him another chance because I loved him and I told him that if you hurt me again then th that will be that be the end because I felt like my whole heart was shattered and now it got shattered again <laughs> I'm, so, sorry, I'm sorry you're going through that, Karina, but I want to bring you back into something really important here, okay? It, you know, it's not going to heal the pain you feel right now. I know. But I want you to realize something. First of all, you're, pretty, you're a pretty smart woman. You got, you got 
a degree in applied mathematics and computer science, that's not an easy task. Okay? <laughs> I felt like it was. It was so, so fun. Okay, well, that's even better. Okay, so that so you're a genius and you have the ability to do things and, and you've got a lot of smarts and you're at an age where you're kind of discovering yourself. Oh. You're trying to establish yourself. Totally. And, and um, so I want you to really dig in and and I'm going to ask you this question. Which of those three things you think are the most important thing for you to focus on right now that's going to serve your needs better than anything right now? Um, um, we talked about getting past the heartbreak, finding yeah. a job, and also maybe, you know fixing the relationship with your dad, right? Yeah. But which I, of those three things do you think will give you the best possible scenario for you to be completely empowered in your life at this stage of your life? I want to say all of them because if I, like getting past the heartbreak is, I think one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And improving the relationship with my dad is something that will last me a lifetime. And finding a job where I'm happy will, you know, it'll really, you know, I'll be able to have more independence. I'll be able to make my own money and move out. So I kind of feel like it's all of them that would be important. Well, it would seem that way, right? And, and a lot of people will just look at everything and say, I got to do what I got to do all that, right? Uh, but if you had to choose one, which one do you think would be the most important right now? I'm not saying choose one over the other th three. I'm mm -hmm. saying choose one right now. Which one right now could give you the best potential to empower you? Maybe getting a job. But I also feel like that's not the right answer either. Why do you think that's not the right answer? Because I feel like that's what I would be expected to say as, like, the thing that I have to do next in the situation I'm in. Even when you though... say expected, what do you mean? Is that something, like, your mom and dad are expecting from you? Or is that just an internal thing you're feeling? I, I guess it's maybe a little bit of my mom and an internal thing. Because I, you know, it's, I, I feel like at this point, like, you know, I still know people who haven't found a job yet and they've been looking like day and night since graduation and I haven't even started. So I guess it's kind of like comparing myself to where other people are at. And also the fact that I always feel like my mom has high expectations of me and I set high expectations for myself. But even though my mom says that she doesn't always, you know, she doesn't set them for me. I always think that she does. So I don't know. I guess it's a combination of all of those things as to why I feel like that. But what, what's important to you? I think to heal. That's the most important thing for me to do right now because I, I feel so shattered. Sorry. There's no need to apologize for your feelings. <sighs> yeah. I truly just feel so shattered. I understand. 
it's it's very difficult for me to look for a job and go past to how I truly feel right now. Well, you're very raw. It just happened, right? It hasn't even been forty-eight hours. <laughs> it hasn't even been forty-eight <laughs> hours. So, you know, maybe you need to allow yourself a little time for going through the motion of of loss. It's gonna it's gonna take a little time. It could take days, weeks, sometimes a little longer. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will I will say is is uh, being active, pursuing something that empowers you is the surest way for you to come from a place of power in any decision you make in your life. Okay. Right? If you're if you're from if you're operating from a place of power, then uh, what people think of you, including your own parents, it, it becomes irrelevant. Because you're your own person. Yeah. Right? If you when you're coming from a place of power, you can make decisions that are are rooted in what's best for yourself. And by the way, those decisions are usually also best for everybody else that's surrounding you too. So I can, I can see that, I guess. So um, the healing can't do anything about that right now. I wish yeah. I could tell you there's a magic pill. There isn't. It's just time. I will say this. Just remember what you've been able to accomplish <laughs> as you've said, with ease, uh, and this too shall pass. Yeah. Absolutely unequivocally at well. You believe that, do you? I do. It's okay. just, it's Good. just, yeah, it's Good. difficult to think about it. It's very I, difficult, but there's a paycheck, right, for staying in it and for wanting to feel that pain, right? I, that paycheck is something that will come along to you over the next few days, maybe over the next few weeks. Uh, and it's okay. It's okay to feel the way you do. There's no need to rush out of it. Yeah, thank you. There's no need to rush out of it. I feel like the, somehow you have this expectation on yourself that it's not okay to be feeling the way you're feeling. I feel like it's, I feel like, I, I feel like that, but I also, um, I don't. Because, you know, like, also what comes with living at home after graduating is just like, oh, when are you going to get the job? Is it, did you send, how many resumes did you send up today? So it's well, kind of hard not to think about it like that, too. Well, that's coming twofold. One is like, you know, we've been taking care of you for 22 years. It's like, move on it's, now, yeah. right? And then the other one, because we want our life back, right? That's how parents think. But I know. really, the reality is, we know that. Uh, by becoming independent, by having that uh, that power, you will make better decisions for yourself from a place of empowerment, right? Because if you are independent, you have your own place, you have a career, then you're less likely to be so concerned about anyone's opinion of you, including mom and dad's. Because at some point, as a woman, a fully grown woman, you have to be okay with the fact that your decisions may not align with what your mom and dad wanted from you. I know. That's and, so true. And and that's okay. And in fact, that's healthy. Yeah. Right? They did the best they could with what they knew and the tools that they had. Of course. No, I, at, I never doubted that. But at the end of the day, the choices you make as an adult are your choices. Yes. No, I, I understand. Right? Um, and... 
and it's it's a little complicated right now because you're very raw and you're in pain. You've just yeah. had a, a loss, which I think took a lot of courage. And personally, I think it was a smart decision for you. You're yeah. twenty. You're twenty-two. You're so young. You have so much life ahead of you. There'll be plenty of other loves. I I'm trust almost me. twenty-three. Twenty-three. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of other loves that will come along that that don't require you know such a complicated long-distance scenario. And I don't want to minimize how valuable that relationship was to you, but I want you to to realize is you'll be fine. I know. You know. No, I. I, I know I will be, but it's just, um, I know deep down that I will, but it's just hard to think and think and see that right now because it just hurts a lot. But I, I do know that in the end, I, I will somehow be okay. So let's try to figure, figure out a way to, you know, once you're a little bit in a place of, uh, not necessarily fully healed, but at least in a place where you're not as raw as you are right now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we can do to get you in motion so that the energy gets spent towards something productive. And because yeah. and, the danger is if you don't do that, you can stay in this wallowing state for a long time, a lot longer than you have to. Okay. And, I highly encourage, no matter what the pain is, to go deep and look at it and learn from it. Don't be afraid of it. But no, but, no, I, but you have to have a point where you say, okay, I've got to move forward now. right? And it's not something that anybody can tell you when that is. You know that for yourself. So when yeah. that happens, a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, we don't know. You'll know. When that yeah. happens, if you don't have a plan of what you're going to do with yourself, you can easily use that energy to constantly think about what's happened, what you've lost, what could have been. It just, it'll eat you away. Yeah. And that's not a place of power. So let's assume that finding a job, finding a place is a good decision. Okay. What would that look like? What do you mean? Like you said, I want to find something that makes me happy. Is it is it more important for you to be happy in that job or to feel fulfilled? Um. Do you understand the difference? I don't know. I thought they went hand in hand, or at least that's how I feel about it. You see. Let's say I do something, for example, that uh, I'm getting back in shape and I go to the gym and I work out and I tear my muscles and it hurts. Am I happy that my muscles are hurting? No. No. But am I gaining some fulfillment knowing that I'm doing something good for myself? Oh, okay. Then then what I mean instead of happiness is fulfillment. Right. This is an important thing because a lot of people are always chasing the thing that makes them happy. And happiness can be a fleeting thing. And you can also experience pain and still be fulfilled. And you can experience happiness and not be fulfilled. For example, someone could decide, you know what, I just like, uh, you know, one night stands and that makes me happy. But it's temporary. And over time, that may not necessarily be fulfilling. 
So the relationship with what you're seeking first has to come from a place of what your priorities are. And if your priority is happiness, then you can find something that might give you happiness, but not necessarily fulfill you. But if the priority is, I want to be fulfilled in what I do, then you, your job is to fall in love with what you do versus finding something you love. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Completely. Great. And anyone listening, especially uh, young people, this is such a critical thing. This is something that they don't teach you in school, and a lot of parents don't, don't share this with their kids because they're still trying to figure it out themselves, unfortunately. Uh, it's really important that you get really clear on what choices you want to make and what the outcomes from those choices are to be. And acknowledge that if you're choosing happiness on that all the time, that in itself is positive is a negative way of living because it's not real. It's not sustainable. Whereas one where you're choosing fulfillment or purpose, then even when you go through some pain or some challenges, you're still in play towards your fulfillment. Mm -hmm. You made a choice recently in the past 48 hours that as painful as it is right now was the right choice for your fulfillment. Would you agree? Yeah. As much as I hate to agree, I do. <laughs> it's painful. We've experienced yeah. it for the past 25 minutes. It's super painful. <laughs> I want to cry yeah. with you, but I'm not going to allow myself to go there because I want to remind you of a simple fact. That you made a decision out of a place of power because what you sought, what you wanted was something more that would be fulfilling for you in your life that wasn't going to happen through a long-distance relationship or one that gave you ultimatums, which ultimately was not a way for you to feel empowered as a fully grown woman to make decisions for yourself. What do you think about that? It hurts to agree, but yeah. Can you remind yourself when you feel this pain that you made a decision that came from a place of power, a place of you being a mature woman that was looking for your own fulfillment above everything else? Yes. I, and do you, I guess... do you feel you're deserving of that? I am deserving of, you know... Not, not being, sorry. Let me rephrase the question. Do you feel deserving to make choices that are aligned with your desire to be fulfilled? I do. No, that I do. I definitely do. Okay. So with that mindset, how would you go about making the choices for your job and also your relationship with your mom and dad? Um, What's the right thing for you to do? Not for them, for you. Um, I guess to find a job because that way I will become more independent and I will be able to at least have a different but better relationship with my parents and I 
want to have a job where I do feel fulfilled, that what I do matters every day. Why do you think you'll have a different relationship with your parents when you're operating from that place? Is it going to be still a child-parent relationship, or do you think you're going to shift into a a woman-to-man, woman-to-woman relationship? I hope that it gets the woman-to-man, woman-to-woman relationship. Is that what you want? Um, Maybe that's not what I'm ready for right now, if I'm being quite honest. But I do want something like that in the future. I want to, you know, like, not like a, like, woman to woman and man to man, or woman to... An adult relationship. (laughs) Yeah, that was too complicated. (laughs) An adult relationship, right? A peer-to-peer relationship where you're talking to each other as equals. Oh, yes, that I do want. I want to be treated and talked to. Well, I feel like I am sometimes treated at least, you know, with more equality with at least like my dad, but it's different with my mom. She has to always be, you know, the mom and I'm, I am the child, but she does treat me as if I am an adult, you know, growing up with, you know, in a divorced household, you, I, I became almost like the third parent for my brother because I was the one that was with him all the time. So, I think like, you know, that, you know, that maturity and that I, like, I started to mature faster and I, um, I was treated differently, but I would like to be friends with my parents. I feel like that would be really cool and very nice because I feel like they're lovely people and I, I don't want to be treated like a child forever, but that comes with getting a job and being financially independent, independent with housing, you know, it's a, it's a tall order. So, so Karina, I want to let you know a little secret. Every parent wants their child to be fiercely independent and live their own life because ultimately that, that is going to generate the fulfillment you want. And it's not about getting a job. It's about you stepping into your self for yourself. The job is a vehicle that gets you independent, that gets you to, to, to be financially secure with yourself. Yeah. But ultimately, what you're looking for is the ability to not, ask, not have to ask permission to leave the table anymore. I guess so. I never thought of a job as a vehicle to get there, you know? Everything is perspective, right? You could look at things like, I have to do this, or as my friend Dave Meltzer says, I get to do this. I have to get a job, or I get to get a job because I've worked hard and I've got skills that are in high demand, and and with that, I get independence. I make choices from a place of power. I get to be a fully adjusted adult. I get to have a relationship with my parents as a peer. I'm still their child, but I get to talk with them like an adult who's facing life's challenges just as they have. 
it's a different relationship I get to have on them because I get to do the things that allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. So can you try to shift your context from I have to because my mom wants me to or because I have to to I get to? I I I, I guess I I could. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that I get to is not. I feel like it. I don't know. I feel like it could be better than I get to. It's more just like, um, I don't know how. I don't know how else to say it. But I understand what you're saying. Well, what but... would be if you woke up? If you went to sleep tonight and you woke up the next morning, and you magically had the skills and the, uh, um, the the fortitude to make the choices you needed to make, what would those look like? What would be the thing? You, what would your life look like? If I wake up one day and I have all the skills to do it, yes. Um, what would be some of those skills? I mean, I honestly, I, I don't know. I've never actually thought about these things ahead of time. I've never really considered, you know, what I would want my future to look like. I kind of just thought it would happen. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess the skills I would need to be a good data science I want a, a data scientist um, to work at a company that I feel as though I'm an equal to you know uh, to be fulfilled instead of happy at my job and that would be very nice um, you said something really interesting I thought these things would just happen um, when you've done work in your field yeah, hi. hi. You there? Oh, oh. it totally you... it totally cut out for me for like a good oh. few, well, you're, like 30 you're still seconds here. or something. <laughs> you're oh, still here. okay. That's good. So I want to just quickly ask you, um, you said something interesting. You said, you know, I just thought things would just happen, right? Life would just happen, right? But, but in your work, in your study as a data scientist, it's mathematics is, is intentional. There's no accident in mathematics. Is no, there? Okay. no, there isn't. It's very intentional. There's no, it's not chaotic. It's not random stuff. So right? I, I guess what you're maybe, maybe I might be jumping the gun on this, but what you're trying to say is that if I intentionally set it up or if I spend more time to, I guess maybe, um, think about what I would want or what it would look like, then I could have the power to make it happen because I know what it, what I want it to be. My job is done here. Oh, really? Was that it? That's it. (laughs) Everything is, is comes down to desire and intentionality. You know, when I say I get to, I get to means that I get, I have intention towards something. Oh, okay. I like, right. I have intention. I like that one better than I get to. Because right. I get to just doesn't sound, it just sounds weird to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, it could. It could. But like, I always think like I'm breathing, so I, I get to be alive today. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. Right. 
I, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's more from that place. It's uh, not from like you know, I I uh, I get to have bread and water today. It's not like that place. That's from a place of scarcity. Uh, I'm coming from a place of intentionality, right? It's nothing happens by chance. I want to just remind you that you have made choices from this place already in your life. Yeah. The choice you made to become a computer uh, a ma- uh, applied mathematics graduate, a computer scientist, the choice you made to make a very difficult decision to support what you wanted to accomplish, um, the choice you're going to make into you know, identifying the kind of job and role that you want to do that's going to be fulfilling to you, the choice you're going to make when you, as a fully grown adult, fully independent, financially independent individual, can make in how your relationship evolves with your parents. Those are all <laughs> intentional things that are, not, that are not new new to you. I'm trying to point the picture that you already have these skills. You already have done things that were intentional, that have purpose, that you applied energy towards. Mm-hmm. I see. So I guess the plan is, or I guess like, the goal is to create your um, to create what you intend. Right. So let's recap that. If you have to okay. pick three things again that you intend to create for yourself, what are they? To have a very good relationship with my parents, both of them. Um, to be extremely successful at my job at whatever company I decide to work at and whichever city I choose to live in. Um, and to, I just, I don't know, I can't think of a third one, but I feel like if I take more time later, I'll definitely come up with it, you know? You don't have to think of a third one. Those two are phenomenal. And guess who those two or four? Who you're doing? You're doing it for you. Yeah. And that's it. That's why I really wanted to plant with you today is do what's right for you. You've already done it a few times in your life. Yeah. Don't worry about, well, I'm expected to get a job. Do it because it's right for you. You've already identified that just in our conversation that it's right for you. So it doesn't matter what people think. It's because it's right for you. It's intentional for you. And also, your relationship with your parents is not dependent on their activity or how they react. It's depending on how you perceive the relationship. You're in, you're in charge. You, what you've stated has intention that you are the one who determines the outcomes. You're not at the mercy of anyone. I'm not, but I do feel like it sometimes. It but that, def- that's the opportunity for you, right? That's moving yeah. from being a child to a fully grown adult, a woman, is being in charge of your faith in your own life. And it's not a skill you have to learn because you've done it already. I just want to remind you, you've done this, <laughs> okay? You've yeah. made difficult choices intentionally that fulfill what you needed. You just got to keep moving in the direction and remove this, like, this thing that it's about fulfilling someone else's expectation. This is about you. You're doing it for you. I know. I, I don't know why it's hard for me to move past that. I always, in the back of my mind, sometimes I feel like I'm 
That's like, a whole nother session we can have on the people-pleasing <laughs> disease that is very pervasive in our uh, humanity. Oh, you and I okay. will continue talking offline on these things because there's a few action plans we can put in place, but not yet. I think you need to spend a little time healing from this, this yeah. wound, right? Um, it, it's very difficult to see uh, past that right now, but I got to tell you, I am super impressed that albeit you showed up as a four or one to four, You've stepped into your power realizing, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. So if we were checking in now, a skill of one to ten, where are you now? I think maybe like a seven to an eight. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I said in about 35 minutes, I was going to try to move that number up. Do we accomplish it? Yeah, you did. Um, you I, didn't definitely... do any, I didn't do anything. You did it. I just well, reminded you of what you already you... know how to do. You showed me the different perspectives. It helped. <laughs> I'm glad that it helped. I'm glad you joined me today. And first of all, I want to say it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable as you have and to open yeah. yourself up. And I I'm was hoping... really nervous. <laughs> I was really nervous about like everything, like talking about it on here because it literally just happened. Well, how so... do you feel now? Oh, I mean, like, deep down, I still feel maybe, like, a four or a five, if I'm being quite honest. But at the moment, I definitely do feel like an eight because I think, well, I mean, I mean Considering saying, what's happened, that's yeah. good enough, okay? You know, uh, I agree. I, I, I would have been happy gotten you to, like, a six or a five, <laughs> you know? And, and it's okay. When, we, when, we're, when we're done, you're probably going to write back to being a four, and that's perfectly normal with what you've gone through. I just want to <laughs> remind you. You have it inside you. You have the power to be intentional. You've done it before. You're going to continue to do it. You have a, a basic plan of where you want to go. Get past through this, this phase right now of pain, which is absolutely normal that what you're going through. And then let's continue talking about action steps to get those things in place. And for anyone who's listening who's 22, about to be 23, there's no shame in opening up and asking for help or discussing these things because... Ultimately, it's about you. Yeah. Thank you for being with me today, Karina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we were able to meet. My pleasure.